0: Alright, so let's get straight then into our conversation with um, uh, Professor Jeffrey Mpakele, he's a Vice President for Research at the South African Medical Research Council and he joins us now. We're going to be talking about uh, the vaccines, importance of vaccines and really getting down to the nitty gritty of some of the things that you've been asking about over the last couple of weeks. The number, of course, to use for this conversation is 2006 The SMS line is 41391. On WhatsApp, it's 0614-104107. And on Twitter, at SFM Radio, the hashtag, SFMTalkingPoint. So those are just the details that you can use to be part of this conversation. Professor Mpakele, a very good morning, to you um good morning to you Uh, kathy i
1: hope you can hear me
0: yes i can hear you loud and clear firstly thank you so much for uh, being available to speak to us today i know that there was a bit of uh you know last minute this and that so i really appreciate the fact that you could make time for us no problem Let's then begin with just what we've heard um, in in our news bulletin, and this is around the Johnson & Johnson vaccine that uh, is set to be rolled out to health workers. What is the plan that you're currently working on with the National Department there?
1: Well, um, the the plan is for the National Department of Health. It's not necessarily, you know, the plan from Medical Research Council. Okay. Uh, But... uh, what um, we gather is that um, because the AstraZeneca vaccine has shown, has shown not to be efficacious mm. um, against our variant, which is the dominant variant uh, in South Africa, um, it, it doesn't um, really, or, or let me say it's against logic mm. uh, that we continue using AstraZeneca vaccine. Uh, given you know the findings, mm. uh, therefore you need to have uh, an alternative vaccine, and ideally the vaccine that has shown efficacy against the local variant, and that is Johnson and Johnson vaccine. So that that is the vaccine uh, that will be rolled out uh, to replace the AstraZeneca vaccine for the time being.
0: Let's talk about this implementation study which is um, what is going to inform the rollout of the vaccine. My understanding is that you're rolling it out under this implementation study.
1: Yes. Um, so that, that is um, still at um, conceptual phase at the moment. Mm. Uh, so the idea is that um, if you roll out any new program, uh, you are bound to discover and uh, uncover Uh, some, you know, small issues uh, uh, that um, are operational. And um, the best way to address these issues uh, Mm. is to have an implementation uh, study uh, so that uh, as you roll out the program, uh, be it a vaccine or any other program, uh, you are able to identify some of these bottlenecks and uh, you come up with solutions to address them going Mm. forward. Because remember, this is just preparatory phase uh, for A vaccination program which is going to be a national vaccination program uh, for everybody uh, that is eligible to get the vaccine. Uh, So you can consider this really like um, a pilot phase uh, of that uh, national Mm -hmm. program.
0: So does that mean that that there are certain parameters under which um, vaccination under the implementation study can and will take place versus what we will see just generally when the rollout of the vaccines happens.
1: Yes, uh, so as I say, when, when you roll out a new program, mm. um, there will be some things that maybe you did not plan for and uh, they happen to be issues uh, that needs attention and uh, require a different way of uh, addressing them. So at the moment, it might be that um, we, we, we don't know all these issues. Uh, we think that um, you know, because we have got the vaccine and the provinces are ready uh, mm-hmm. to roll out the vaccine, everything is fine, uh, but only to discover that uh, when you actually do the rollout, uh, there is just uh, you know, one or two issues that uh, require some attention. So that is on the programmatic issues. Um, Also on the scientific issues, um, there is also a possibility that uh, when you roll out um, a new product uh, to the public, um, obviously you're going to encounter um, some new uh, findings Mm. uh, because uh, it's no longer a clinical trial setting. Uh, In a clinical trial setting, we often talk about efficacy of the product uh, because the product is controlled. Uh, by the clinical trial team is uh, stored at, um, you know, the correct temperature, and um, everything is ideal. Mm. Um, so you're testing the product um, uh, 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 under ideal conditions. But when you roll it out uh, to the public, um, then you still want to see the intended mm. um, effect of the product, but in a real world, uh, because uh, the vaccine will be stored, uh, in, um, for example, uh, public sector um, fridges, for example, mm-hmm. um, in, in most cases it, it will be delivered by the staff um, that, that, that is working for the government and uh, even the private sector. It doesn't matter. Uh, but the bottom line is that, um, you know, the product will be handled uh, by uh, by the public officials. And not necessarily the the, the 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 clinical trial team. So that is the difference, and and it could be that um, you know um, when you give the vaccine, um, you are able to um, maybe get um, let's say more um, uh, more breakthrough infections, mm-hmm. and um, and if you don't have a system to monitor it uh then then you may not be aware until maybe those breakthrough infections might create a problem in terms of manifesting into mild and moderate disease mm. um, and, and, and you only pick them up later.
0: So, so uh, it's always yeah. important
1: to have that uh, implementation So uh, prof- study uh,
0: uh, Professor Mpatlela, what is the difference then between an implementation study versus what we have seen as the more expanded trials for vaccines?
1: Yeah, so the, the way I see it, um, if you do a clinical trial, um, obviously uh, as I said um, you know you need to control most of the things um, most of the operations um, and including the recruitment uh, of uh, participants mm-hmm. uh, but then if you do implementation study um, you can still control uh, but uh, you relax uh, you know some of the some of the uh, operations uh, for example um, you know, you can say that um, anyone who is interested, you know, to participate uh, in the implementation studies is, is allowed to do that, uh, is more than welcome, uh, but, you know, this is open to everybody.
2: Mm-hmm. And,
1: um, and, and um, the other thing is that uh, instead of giving placebo uh, plus a um, plus vaccine, um, you have to give everybody a vaccine mm-hmm. uh, because, mm-hmm. at the moment, mm-hmm. we know that uh, we do have vaccines that work. Uh, so it would be unethical to give people a placebo. Um, so, so things like that um, will become standard. Uh, whereas in a clinical trial setting, um, they were not standard uh, mm-hmm. because uh, you know one arm would receive um, the vaccine and another arm would uh, receive uh, a placebo.
0: Of course, there also seems to be. A different approach in terms of the funding model for this and um, you know so so who exactly covers the costs of this implementation study? and I know that you might not have the full details yet but if you can give us an idea of what uh, some of the modeling has looked like in in previous implementation studies
1: yeah so if if you run any study uh, you don't expect the participants uh, to cover the cost of the study uh, so the vaccine should be provided free of charge, and um, and and um, you know the participation in the study um, should be free. Uh, so I expect that uh, the funding should be raised elsewhere um, and to cover, you know, the cost of um, doing the implementation study.
0: Mm. Is is it is it something that government has to pay for, or is it the host, the person who's ultimately running the study, that needs to cover those costs?
1: Well, it can be a combination, uh, mm-hmm. but there should be an g- agreement uh, on who should uh, cover the cost. Uh, ultimately, uh, somebody has to cover the cost, but the most important thing is that those who participate in the study shouldn't incur the, ca- the
0: cost. At this point, are you looking at a situation where uh, the South African Medical Research Council is going to cover the cost here?
1: it could be that uh, you know the, um, the medical research council uh, partly covered the course mm-hmm.
2: uh,
1: and, and, and and the bulk of the costs are covered by the government um it could be that um, you know it's 50 50 um, at the moment because we do not have the details uh, obviously I'm not in a position um, to really give you a direction on that.
0: So, so basically, you wouldn't fully understand uh, what the minister meant when he said that government won't have to pay for the first batch of the vaccine.
1: Well, um, yeah, no, that statement, um, I wouldn't uh, understand. Uh, I wouldn't know what exactly he meant. Mm. Um, it could be that um, you know, you know, those vaccines uh, will be given. Uh, say, free of charge by the manufacturer mm-hmm. um, as part of um, implementation study. Um, so so most of the manufacturing companies will give vaccines as a donation if you do a study. Uh, so it could mean that. But I obviously, see. I okay. don't want to yeah. misinterpret yeah. Yeah. You know, what he could have meant.
0: Because ultimately, I would imagine that the manufacturers also um, are set to benefit in this instance because whatever information is uncovered about their vaccine during the study will only help them develop it to become better.
1: Absolutely.
0: We're in conversation with Professor Jeffrey Mpatele. He's the vice president for the for research at the South African Medical Council. So one of the things that we wanted to do, Professor Mpatele, is also just talk about, you know, the, the importance of vaccines and why it is that people need to take vaccines. And so if you can just perhaps, you know, in, in terms of, of that particular part of this conversation, explain to us um, why it is that people must take vaccines and not from the perspective of because it's the right thing to do but physiologically why is it necessary
1: yeah so um, this is actually you know the the, the most important uh, discussion that we should be having mm. uh, because um, you know there, there are all sorts of questions about um, vaccines and um, not to say that the questions are not valid uh, but uh, it is important to really emphasize the fact that um, vaccines are extremely important for a number of ways. Um, they save lives. Uh, in other ways, they can prevent diseases that could otherwise kill you. Um, we know the different diseases that are preventable by vaccines. Um, if you think about um, old diseases like polio, you know, smallpox, and measles, and chickenpox and all that, uh, even, you know, uh, Kansas, Uh, because uh, we do have uh, vaccines against cancer. We have got, um, you know, hepatitis B vaccine uh, that prevents against, um, you know, liver cancer. Uh, We have got uh, vaccines against human papillomavirus uh, that prevent against uh, cervical cancer. Uh, So, you know, vaccines help human beings in many ways. But the most important thing is that um, they can protect, you know, your life. You don't have to lose life. And then the other aspect is that uh, they prevent uh, all kinds of diseases. Yeah? Um, so instead of, um, you know, falling sick uh, from uh, vaccine-preventable diseases, uh, if you get vaccinated, you will prevent uh, that, that that disease. Um, so you can think about this in terms of, uh, you know, the quality of life. Uh, because if you are not um um, if you are not ill and um, you don't have to, uh, to be absent from work um, and, and, and you are still able to generate income and so on and so on, um, it means that the vaccines actually have got added value in terms of improving the quality of life. Um, so whichever way you look at it, um, in terms of um, you know, contribution to the economy and our know, quality of life, um, saving lives, vaccines are critically important. So that's the reason we need, you know, vaccines.
0: Many people, of course, have been asking what happens to the body once a vaccine is taken.
1: Um, once the vaccine is taken, is that um, you should be able to develop immunity against that particular infection um, that um, is prevented uh, by the vaccine. Um, in the case of, um, uh, let's say, measles vaccine, uh, you take measles vaccine; uh, it prevents against measles um, uh, disease. Um, so the same thing will 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 will, will apply uh, to COVID nineteen vaccine. Uh, if you take COVID nineteen vaccine, uh, and and if these vaccines do work, mm-hmm. um, you should not um, uh, have you know COVID nineteen disease. Um, I'm talking about the clinical, you know, uh, COVID-19 uh, mm. presentation. And and this is part of the reason why, you know, with the AstraZeneca vaccine, uh, because um, it did not show efficacy against mild and moderate uh, COVID-19 uh, disease. Um, then uh, it fell short, you know. And, and although this is more of a local issue, uh, because it is because of our variant, um, you know, the the vaccine fell short uh, in any way to prevent against that. Um, so it is better to get a vaccine that um, will be able to prevent, you know, against um, um, mm. clinical or symptomatic COVID-19. Uh, so, yeah, I think the most important thing is that uh, if you get the vaccine, uh, you should develop immunity if the vaccine works. Uh, that um, will fight against infection so that um, eventually you don't, have a disease if you are exposed to that uh, particular
0: infection. All right. We're in conversation with Professor Jeffrey Mpatlele. He's the Vice President for Research at the South African Medical Council. Of course, we'll also uh, be taking some of your calls, your questions that you have uh, to put to Professor Mpatlele. This is around, in particular, the vaccine and perhaps even some of the fears and the concerns that you have when it comes to taking the vaccine. The number to use this morning, is uh, 714 The WhatsApp line, zero six one four. 104 107 It's 11.30, Utsile has your news
1: Across South Africa Online and on radio SFM Let's Talk
0: all right, still ahead on the channel, of course, on the station rather, coming up at midday is the update at noon with Sakina Kamwendo. And they'll be looking at this former ESCOM board member, Vanette Klein, returns to the commission and she's going to continue giving her evidence. In September last year, Klain had explained to the commission why the board decided to pay out millions of rand to part ways with ESCOM executives who were suspended in 2015. She'll also look at the story of Several people who've been shot and wounded during skirmishes in a land dispute between private security guards and residents in Mamahule outside Bologwani. So Sakina is going to be following up on that story and plenty more coming up on the update at noon.
3: Hashtag S F M Talking Point.
0: We continue our conversation with Professor Jeffrey Pathele. He is with the South African Medical Research Council. And we're talking about vaccines and perhaps some of the fears and concerns that people have around uh, taking vaccines. And the question about what is the true benefit of vaccines and why is it that people should actually uh, take vaccines in the first place? On the WhatsApp line, somebody says, Professor uh, Mpakele, that, you know, In the case of COVID-19, there have been no studies proving that it makes one immune to the virus, just that it reduces the symptoms. Is that the case?
1: Yeah, so um, there are many ways to uh, define immunity Mm
2: -hmm.
1: um, in this case, because um, it's true that um, we don't know enough about immunity uh, to COVID-19 virus. Uh, so I was referring to the fact that um, um, if you develop um, some level of, uh, you know, um, protection in the body, um, not necessarily immune in the sense that um, you wouldn't get infection. Uh, we know that um, even participants um, during clinical trials um, got infections, uh, but we know that uh, most of these uh, infections uh, did not progress uh, to severe disease. Uh, that require hospitalization or, 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 mm-hmm. or take somebody to ICU. Mm-hmm.
2: Um,
1: so in that way, um, yes, um, you have um, is some form of uh, protection in the body uh, because uh, you have got the vaccine. Uh, because uh, if you look at the placebo group, uh, those who um, got infected, uh, most of them you know, ended up with uh, you know, severe disease. Uh, in most of the clinical trials. So so that is the comparison uh, mm. that I can give.
0: So, so Professor Mpatele, just to be clear, um, with the vaccines that have been developed so far, are you saying that none of them actually would prevent somebody from contracting COVID-19, but rather that what happens should one contract COVID-19 ultimately will be where the impact of these vaccines is felt?
1: So that, that is true to a certain extent mm-hmm. um, in, in, in the sense that uh, it's not like uh, most people who are in the vaccine group uh, will, will eventually get infected. Uh, but we know that uh, there were cases uh, of infections uh, for some people who, some participants who were in the vaccine group. And uh, some of these uh, infections were asymptomatic. Uh, people were not even aware
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, until, you know, Uh, a swab has been taken and tested uh, for infection. Um, In some cases, uh, people um, were aware uh, of infection because uh, they had, uh, you know, mild or moderate uh, Mm -hmm. symptoms. Uh, So what this tells us is that, um, yes, um, it's not like um, if you get a vaccine. A vaccine is a magic bullet. It will stop infection. And this is not unique to COVID-19. Mm. Uh, we know with uh, other uh, other vaccines uh, that um, they do not necessarily prevent infection, uh, but uh, what matters is the outcome of infection. Mm. Uh, if you are vaccinated, the outcome of infection uh, shouldn't be clinical and shouldn't be uh, something that take you to the hospital. Um, whereas if you are not vaccinated, mm. you know, is the other way around.
0: I'm going to start taking some callers. Let me begin with Litang in Guruman. Good, good morning, Litang.
3: Good morning, Miss uh, How are you doing, my sister?
0: I'm well, thank you so much, sir.
3: I'm well, thanks. Kathy, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know you at Pamela have got a very nice way of doing this radio thing because it seems like you are misleading the 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 people who's normally speaking to your guests uh, by so by like you have this thing of saying mm, mm, and that. By itself, makes the person who talks to you mm. think that they are hitting the right notes, whereas <laughs> even if they are talking things that doesn't make sense, <laughs> you will be. And then afterwards, you will be just asking him. because the question from me is now mm. that uh, you asked the, uh, the professor, the elder, what does the vaccine do to the body? Mm. Not not what benefit does it have? What does it do to the body? I'm yet to hear the answer to this case.
0: Do do what you not? Did you did you feel that the answer wasn't satisfactory, Lita? Nah, he's, he's talking about it being
3: immune and uh, it, mm. pre- it preventing you from getting the disease. That should be the nature of the vaccine. Yes, you mm. understand. But what side effects, if we can ask it in simple terms, what side effects does the vaccine have in the body? What does it do to the body? Because mm. we are we are okay. Some of us has given up that you are going to take the the, the vaccine anyway because. The 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 mining safety regulation that governs us in the mining industry is going to force us. Otherwise we are going to lose our jobs. Mm. But uh, uh, we, we want to know what what other what does it do to the body's scary okay. is, is it is it going to crumble us That like, because there's things that we see in social media where people say that after taking the vaccine from India or we now singing Indian songs so, things like that, <laughs> it, it is it is, it is funny, but but you, you, you oh, ask yourself doing... a question. You understand? And uh, the other thing is, Katie I
0: just okay, want to ask... Okay, Letang, Letang, just hang on, right? Okay. Stay on the line. All Professor right. Patel is still on the line. So, Professor Patel, I think, again, perhaps in, in a bit more detail, um, please, can you address Litang's question?
1: Yeah, no, sure, uh, because... Uh, what, what happens after you administer the vaccine? I mean, you, you can write a textbook about, uh, you know, the different processes. Um, so obviously we don't have that time uh, to explain each and every step uh, in detail. Mm-hmm. Uh, from what I hear, uh, he is interested in the side effects and he is also interested in whether there are any other, you know, adverse, um, you know, uh, effects uh, if you get uh, a vaccine. And um, the answer to that is that um, a vaccine is no different uh, from any pharmaceutical product. Uh, So you you, you can get, you know, side effects. And in fact, uh, the side effects have been um, uh, recorded during clinical trials. And even if um, you give the vaccine to the public after it's been licensed, it doesn't mean that uh, people will not get uh, side effects. So the big issue here is that um, because vaccines are given to healthy individuals, uh, obviously healthy individuals do not want to get a product which will elicit side effects um, if they were otherwise healthy. Yes, and, and 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 I mean that is a genuine concern from the from people. Uh, oh. But uh, you forget that um, if you were to do some kind some kind of a trade-off, um, you can say that yes, I would like to get this vaccine, I will suffer maybe minor side effects um, if I happen to belong to that group, which will experience some side, side effects. Um, however, the long-term benefits of this vaccine, um, you know, far outweigh um, the side effects, the minor side effects that I will suffer. Uh, for uh, when I get the button. P- P- Professor Mpakele,
0: I-, I want you to elaborate on this issue of side effects in a moment and let Ang stay on the line for me. Um, I'm going to take a quick break and we'll continue with this conversation after this.
3: The Talking Point with Cathy Mossadana Weekdays, 9am till midday
0: we continue our conversation on the Talking Point and for our health talk today, we thought we'd just dig a little deeper in terms of the issue of vaccines and answer some of the questions that uh, you've been asking, in particular around what does the vaccine do to your body? What are some of the side effects? Uh, at least that's one of the questions that we've been dealing with before we into the break. Professor Jeffrey Mpakele is Vice President uh, for the uh, for Research at the South African Medical Research Council. A number of colleagues uh, have been lined up already, of course, to be part of this conversation. You can also get in touch with us on 11 and the WhatsApp line 614 on Twitter. It's at SFM Radio. the hashtag SFM Talking Point. So, Professor Mpakela, I just wanted you to elaborate on this issue of side effects because that's what a lot of people are really worried about, especially healthy people. They're thinking... I've got nothing wrong with me now. Taking this vaccine, I'm going to suffer some side effects for how long will they be? Just clarify what we know about some of these side effects right now.
1: So with COVID-19 vaccine, uh, because it's going to be given mainly to adults, uh, perhaps uh, a good comparison will be the influenza vaccine, right? Uh, Because uh, most adults do get influenza vaccine. Mm. And then you can... Ask a question um, and say, um, do you have uh, side effects uh, for when, when you get the influenza vaccine? And uh, what kind of side effects do you get? Are they long term or not? Um, and I know that uh, the criticism that will come with influenza vaccine, um, people will say that no, but we have, uh, you know, we had influenza vaccine for many, many years. Mm. So we know how it behaves. But um, I'm bringing in influenza vaccine to say that the safety profile of the new COVID-19 vaccine um, is not that different from other vaccines, whether childhood vaccines or any other you mm. know, adult vaccines that we have. And uh, for those who have been receiving vaccines as adults, whether for travel, like yellow fever vaccine, or, or maybe influenza vaccines, they will tell you that um, in majority uh, of recipients, You don't even have any side effects. You don't feel anything except, you know, the little bit bit of pain that you feel uh, when you get injection. And and that pain is from the needle Mm
2: -hmm. and not
1: necessarily from the vaccine. And then where you get side effects um, usually is in minority, um, you know, recipients. And um, these side effects usually resolve um, within 24 to 48 hours. They are very minor. Um, and um, and and they could be moderate as well, uh, but here we're talking about you know side effects related to maybe you know tenderness uh, at the site of injection, um, and and then maybe redness. Um, uh, you can also get things like you know low grade uh, headache, mm. uh, so low grade fever. Uh, you can get um, you know headache as well, um, but but all of these uh, will resolve. Uh, it could be maybe you know. Um, the, the, the 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 muscles um, you know and things like that but they, they will resolve um, within a short space of time uh, with COVID 19 vaccines especially the messenger RNA vaccine uh, the Moderna and the Pfizer vaccine we have seen that um, there are cases um, uh, of allergic reactions. Mm. Um, and, um, you know, you'll find that uh, some people do experience allergic reaction. And uh, usually uh, these are the people who have got previous history uh, of allergy to some other vaccines. Uh, it could be vaccine excipients, uh, some components of the vaccine other than the active um, ingredient. Uh, it could be that uh, they are allergic to food, uh, nuts or other things. Mm. And, um, and, and therefore they're just uh, allergic. Um, when when they get vaccine, and uh, usually you will pick it up uh, okay. if you have got allergy, you will pick it up mm. uh, within you know um, with, within a day uh, after receiving the vaccine.
0: Okay, uh, Litang, does that answer your question?
3: Yeah, no, it does. It does. Okay. I understand him quite clearly. But now the thing is that we 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 are a nation that makes mistakes. Look at Mister Ramaphosa; he was waiting for the whole day in the. Or are time waiting for a vaccine that is now going to be expiring in August, in, mm. in April? Now we are going to be injected or something that is going to be tested in us in a way. But now it's it, it fine. I guess we just have to take the bull by the horns and then just be injected and get this over and done with. Because some of us are anxious people. I'm a specific person mm. who who lives with what anxiety, with mm. panic attacks, anxiety attacks, all these kind of things. Mm. So now, when you have to come deal with something that is going to be tested in you, you, you you also doesn't don't really want it to be injected in your in your body. Mm. But yeah, like All I'm right. saying, let's let's just carry on and then just see where this thing takes.
0: All right, Letang. Well, I certainly hope that conversations like this are going to ease your anxiety somewhat because knowledge is definitely the power in this instance. Bonga in Reeds. Good morning.
4: Uh, Good morning, uh, Casey, and and Prof.
0: there.
4: Mm. Um, I just wanted to find out from uh, Prof. um, How long does it take for um, um, uh, Medical Research Council to have results on uh, vaccines efficacy? And I'm asking this in relation to the fact that extra-Venica only arrived in this country, I think last week, Monday, and uh, uh, on Sunday already the results were out. And and, and maybe prof can also expand that a bit or outline the process that were was also taken in, in, in testing J and J efficacy. And my, my my other concern is um, is their view as, as the as far as ivermectin is concerned and African and medicinal herbs. Their, their view is not vivid, and and the time frame that they are taking in validating uh, these two element team as well as as as, as African
1: medicinal health, mm. it, it seems to be taking a bit longer.
0: Okay, Professor Mpatele?
1: Yeah, um, no, thanks uh, for the question. Um, so. Uh, there, there seems there seems to be a misunderstanding um, with the, the the vaccines that we received from the Serum Institute of India and um, and the efficacy trials conducted in South Africa. So um, the vaccines which came from India have got nothing to do with efficacy uh, trials that were conducted in South Africa. Mm. Um, they were meant for the public um they were meant for the rollout program uh, efficacy studies were conducted um um in by 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 investigators at different institutions and in particular for the AstraZeneca the vaccine um the clinical trial was conducted at vet university uh, by Shabir madi and that started uh, last year in 2020 i think it was around june or so um, but it wasn't only in South Africa, of course. Uh, it was also other parts of the world uh, doing the clinical trials. So most of uh, the results were already available uh, on the AstraZeneca vaccine mm. uh, by the time we received the stock from India. So I hope that um, is answered and is very clear. Um, and and um, is the same story with the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Uh, because um the Johnson and Johnson vaccine clinical trials um were conducted um, they they started last year and um the the, the results were announced um a week ago uh, in the form of a press release. Uh, we are waiting for a peer-reviewed publication of the results. Uh, so the implementation study that we are talking about uh, for the after for the Johnson and Johnson vaccine um in South Africa. Um, It's not the same as efficacy, uh, clinical trial that was Mm. already conducted. The results are are announced and we know that the vaccine does work in our setting. And uh, the vaccine does work um, uh, given, you know, the prevalence uh, of our local variant Um, is 57% uh, efficacious.
0: Okay. Let me go to Romeo then in Johannesburg. Romeo, good morning.
1: Good morning, Secretary
3: and the uh, Prof. Uh, how are you, all of you?
0: We're doing good, Romeo.
3: Thank you. I would wanted to ask uh, the professor about the development of drug, but uh, literally my question that I wanted to ask has been already asked by the first uh, caller and uh, the effect of that drug. But uh, anyway, I wanted to ask uh, as well about uh, last week on Sakina's show in the afternoon, she was interviewing another, um, I think they are from traditional or what, from Northwest. Mm. They developed a drug, um, whether it's a drug or it's still in the traditional Moti, which he was explaining that is MFA.
0: Yes? Romeo? Oh, we seem to have lost Rumi on the line there. I'm not sure what happened. Okay, we'll see if we can get him back in the meantime. Bokiso in the Val. Hello.
3: Hi, okay. How are you? <laughs>
0: I'm well, thank you.
3: Uh, thank you. It's my first time on radio. S- uh, radio. Uh, uh, oh, wow.
0: Welcome. Welcome. Welcome, Bokiso. It's a pleasure to have you with us today.
3: Thank you, Auskati. I always listen to you. And you know what? I really want to to acknowledge you in terms of the show that you are, you are you are doing and the and the education that you are you are bringing unto us south africans. Uh I know it's an english uh a radio station however mm. I'm a person who stayed in a township and mm. you know I unfortunately with with this covid 19 uh, I've attended a lot of uh, covid funerals family friends and stuff and you and you know in our townships there were always years and anxiety. But then with this education that we are doing with prof day, and I'm sorry not to greet prof. Uh, hello prof. Uh, uh, and yeah. it's very educational. And I was one of the person who, who was against the vaccine. Mm. But now because of being conscientized, you know, being educated by 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 a lot of, you know, a, 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 a professors and research a mm. uh, 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 doctors and stuff like that. I've decided that you know once the the vaccine is being rolled out in South Africa, I'm going to to to, to also take this vaccine because of the fact that you know in my family we had three COVID deaths, mm. and and as a result of that, you know we have taken I've taken into into myself that you know whatever education in terms of the vaccine that is being given out there, I will listen. And definitely educate myself and educate people around me of the importance of taking this vaccine. And I, I really mm. want to acknowledge the good job that we are doing. And I mean, the professor is on point, and and I do understand him. I remember I was I was listening, I was watching a show that was being uh, 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 um, being done by 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 one of the latest ENCA. It talked about vaccine, and that's where I I decided and told myself and my family that. Guys, once this rollout, once government gets this vac- vaccine out there, we need to go mm. and, 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 and vaccinate. So, I really want to say, keep up the good work. Oh, well, Chris, so thank educa- you. Keep on educating South Africans. We really, I, you know, I, I really urge most of the people who are sceptical, just they must just educate themselves, and they mm. will see that being vaccinated. I mean, we will keep this. This COVID nineteen. Thank you oh, very much. So
0: Thank you so much for that call. I really thank appreciate you. it. Thank you so much. Yeah, we'll certainly keep keep trying our best, right? Because the best thing that we can do is give the information, and uh, you know, you as individuals will sit and evaluate for yourselves. But I think when you're armed with more uh, more information, then you can make a better informed decisions. William in the Free State. Hello. Hello, William.
3: Hello, yes, I want to ask the professor mm. how how is the these vaccines manufactured? I know they use sterilized water, but I know it's more than water. there, But how does he have an idea to explain to us how is it manufactured these vaccine?
0: Okay, thank you, William. Thank you, Professor Mpatele?
1: Yeah, very good question, um, and and I must admit that um, I can't tell how the vaccines are manufactured for all the brands that we have mm-hmm. but uh, generally when you manufacture a vaccine um you make, you manufacture under what we call good manufacturing practices uh gmp's uh so what this means is that um the the quality um uh, uh, of uh, all the 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 uh, the components that you use for manufacturing mm. um, should be certified um, should be well described uh, when you register the vaccine uh, for licensure and um, and and you should disclose each and every product uh, that you have used during the manufacturing process mm. and uh, it doesn't stop there um, when the vaccine is shipped uh, to any country A country can actually, you know, test the quality of the vaccine. Like in South Africa, we do have national control laboratory, and uh, one of, um, you know, the the things the laboratory is doing is that um, they certify um, the quality uh, of of the vaccines that we use in our in our country. So basically, child vaccines or any other vaccine, they have to test the vaccine and certify that uh, what is on the vaccine vial mm. is actually um, you know, um, true, uh, if I can put it that way.
0: So, so are we going to see that happen, Professor Mpatele, even with the Johnson & Johnson vaccine that is being manufactured in South Africa? Is it also going to go to the no, National no, Laboratory Council it, where it, they it, verify it, what is in it?
1: Absolutely. It is a standard, pro, uh, standard practice mm. uh, for all the vaccines. Um, they have to be, you know, uh, uh, certified and qualified. Uh, In fact, uh, the World Health Organization does have um, a pre-qualification division, and um, they set up uh, standards and, and norms on how you should actually... You know um qualify and
0: certify the vaccine okay i'm going to squeeze in one last question coming through on our whatsapp line uh, this is a quick voice note um let's take let's take the 30 second one i'm looking at the time <laughs> all right let's play that hello
3: kathy this is simply speaking Kathy, um, just a quick question
1: for the prof. I'd just like to know, since um, COVID-19 keeps mutating and we keep having 0.1, and point two point twos, Um and I'm also hearing about um, uh, vaccination booster shots and so forth, does this mean that we will be continuously getting immunized for COVID?
0: Professor Pasele.
1: Yeah, uh and the short answer to that is that um it remains an open scientific question. We don't know uh whether you'll be uh, vaccinated once and that vaccination uh, and and that process will protect you for life. Uh it seems unlikely
2: mm-hmm. uh,
1: given the current, uh, you know, uh, mutation of the virus and, and 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 the way the virus is uh, evolving. Uh so most likely um we are it's going to be the, It's going to work like maybe influenza virus, um, where you keep on you know vaccinating people uh, from time to time. Uh, but time will tell whether you know we will go that route or not. But at the moment, mm-hmm. I don't think um, you know the vaccine will give you a lifetime protection.
0: Professor Jeffrey Mpatele, let me thank you so much for coming onto the show today. He's with the South African Medical Research Council. He's the vice president for research there. And that's also where we wrap it up for today. Thank you all for uh, participating in the show, for your calls, your WhatsApp voice notes, your SMSs. I really love hearing from you. It's just gone midday. Sakina Kamwendo is up next with the update at noon. Sakina, good afternoon.